Welcome to the Punch-Up Podcast. Were you ever sitting around with your friends and somebody was trying to tell a story and everybody else was helping out? That's what this is. A storytelling podcast with a good story and really, really funny input. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hi, Steve. Kristen Finger. Hi, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. And our storyteller is Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Hello, Jesse. It's all yours. I'm here to tell the story of my one first true great love. Wow. Wow. I'm listening. George Big Brett. One. Please be George Brett. It is not. It is not. But is I it remember a dog? It is not. It is an actual human. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so my story starts 1973. And I know this because I've kept diaries since 1973, so I know the exact date that this started. Was this page one? No, no. I started actually on December 13th. My aunt had sent me a diary that I was going to start in January of 1974, but I got so angry one night that I started it December 13th, 1973. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's how angry you were. Did it have the lock and key? It did. It was one of those little lock and key guys and... Then you lose the lock, so you end up cutting it off. Yep. At the end of the story, open. can we diagnose you? <laughs> if you haven't already, sure, give a shot. <laughs> well, I think this is going to be the final piece of the puzzle. <laughs> I don't think. It, great. Okay. So this story starts on a fall evening, and I don't know what channel it was, but they were showing all of the Planet of the Apes movies. Well, it was one of the three channels. Well, it could have been Correct. a UHF. Correct. Correct. Right? Yeah, back then. Channel 48. No, it was yeah. one of the three majors. We had three, six, and ten. Yeah. And if the wind blew right, I'm not joking about that. We got New York 4, New York 7, okay. and New York 11. This is you were up in the Poconos. Up in the Pokes. Yeah, yep. but we were closer to New York than Philly's. Yeah. That's like, amazing. Physically. So and we if got the their wind signal. blew right, it was just a, a sweet yeah. night. We had one of those things that you, a box on the top of your TV, yes, you, you could turn them. your antenna. Oh. Mm-hmm. You could, like, physically it would turn and yeah. pick up different radio waves. Right. So if we wanted to watch something on New York 7, we would turn the antenna. It's just a ball bearing. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a, but it turned physically the wire antenna. Anyway, so. I know, but you make it sound like it was a satellite or something. Oh, no. Was, no, no, no. Just a, a simple no. this shaft with a yep. ball bearing. You Shut your mouth. Pretty mechanical, aren't uh, you? He said shaft. Well, I do have <laughs> oh. a science corner. Science is a part of our everyday lives. Wonderful surprises right before your very eyes. Ian Science Corner. Science Corner. Okay, that's good. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so in the fall, uh, they were showing all the old Planet of the Apes movies. How many Planet of the Apes movies were we talking about? Three? Was it five. Three? There were five, five. at okay. this point in time. Oh, it was a marathon. That's it, they weren't so showing the guys all- at the station were hammered. They, there wasn't they, even a glimmer in Marky Mark's <laughs> eye of knowing he'd be in one. Even, no, he oh, did not he, exist. Let's, that's, that movie still doesn't exist. No. That was one of the... That's. Anyway, but at that time, they would show one movie, and then three weeks later, show the next one, and three weeks later, show the next one. Those are the times when they'd have like one of those big epics, like Ben-Hur would be on Sunday night for three hours, Mm -hmm. and Monday night for three hours. Gone with the Wind. Was Shogun out yet? That was like 80s. That was, yeah. So 73, I mean, this is the year I was born. Great. Yeah. Great. This was nine years before I was born. Great. (laughs) I was 12. throw it in there? I was 12. What was the number one hit on the charts? I wasn't listening to regular radio. Pocket full of kryptonite? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think not. It would well, be wonderful sure a cover. if the Spin Doctors would just sponsor us already. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. have given you more coverage right. than 1990s <laughs> radio. Right. Five more downloads. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> so the first movie was on, and we watched it. And while we were watching it, I was struck. The love bolt hit me when I saw Roddy McDowell. 
in his ape costume. He had big brown eyes, and he had a British accent, and I was crazy about him. <laughs> I am switching my diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> You're cured. He was just, I don't know why, I can't explain it. He was in an ape mask and an ape costume. Well, it was just definitely asexual. Struck him. Yeah. But yeah. how old are you? 12. 12, okay. So. Also, you said British accent. You've already sold me. I'm not sure yeah. I need any other information. Well, he was, I guess, yeah. technically. That does it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. This, it. this is why you girls get hurt so badly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? So I don't know who it is. So at the ending credits, my folks are yelling at me to go to bed because it's past my bedtime. But I wanted to see who played oh. Cornelius. And it was Roddy McDowell. Like, I've never heard of him. This is great. But my life had changed. Wow. Back then, we didn't have the internet or any books that had anything that I needed. So I went to the no library. Internet, no caring parents. <laughs> well, they had caring parents. They drove me to the library all the time. You had encyclopedias. Funkin we Wagnall. did. Only but A through E. Couldn't look up that guy's they don't, they, they don't, <laughs> Encyclopedias don't cover people. And it's not, he's, not, he's not in there. So I had to go look at these theater books. And I, I don't know what they're called. The year in movies. And everybody who was in a movie for that year, they'd have a little bio and a little picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I would go and I would, and I obsessed about Leonard it. Leonard Maltin. He was huge. He was a, he was a major stage actor. Well, I learned actor this. And, I learned I mean, this. Right? I mean, like, it, I didn't tell anybody. It was a big secret. Yeah. What's this guy's name? I got to look him up because, again, I wasn't alive. Roddy, Roddy McDowell. McDowell. Roddy Is McDowell. Is this a relation to Andy McDowell? No. No relation Brown to anybody. No, because Jesse already said no. he had a British accent, not he had no accent and couldn't act. He is. Oh, different. Yeah. He is related to Zing. Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's not. Nope. <laughs> that's nope. That's, <laughs> Wait, Roddy McDowell? Roddy McDowell. Any relation to Wooden Dowels? It's odd, though, because his name is Rod and Dowell. Maybe that's where Dowells got their name. Probably. I'm sure. He... I'm sure. Is, oh. Wait, is this an episode of Ian's Linguist Corner? Oh, Ian's. Yes. I don't think so. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Good improv, buddy. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> Wait a yes and there, sir. No. I thought this was a safe place. I nope. didn't have to use it. Have you listened depends. to these episodes? It depends. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. Well, now, I'm... mind you, she's not seeing that picture. Yeah. She's seeing him in an, in, a, in an ape costume. Yeah, type oh, in. Yeah, oh, type and, in the ape. and his headshot from the 70s was cute. Like, he was adorable. Oh, like, yeah. He was way cute. He had, like, a, you know, brown hair and big brown eyes. He was slender, I guess. He was, I don't know, 5'10". He wasn't married. Yeah, I think Liberace was his wingman. No, Elizabeth Taylor was his wingman. Ah, uh, what? Oh. One of the greatest beards of all time. Yes, yes. Uh, but Too he, many people. <laughs> he, I don't think he was ever... Goat he was ever title. outed as being gay, and there were never rumors sure, about him. Sure, of course. So the, no. there were Doesn't rumors? Me, or? There were not. We're not. Be, there because were not he's British. There weren't rumors there about is. Rock Hudson yeah. either. Yeah. That's, that's him oh, yeah. as Galen, though, Does not as Cornelius. Does it still get you? No. Does it still no. roll your juices? Nope. Not anymore. Is that a thing? Lick your llama. Roll. Nope. Does it roll. get your... No, we don't Lick your llama's you juices. Lick your vagina a llama? <laughs> Does it still rev your <laughs> engines? <laughs> is, this, is this fingers horny corn? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> fingers horny corner. <laughs> Saved you some time there. Yeah, I didn't have to do anything. Nope. So after I figured out what his deal was, which is that he's in a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of old movies. He was a child star. I started watching for when his movies came on TV because that was my only way to see them because hmm. we didn't have sure. on demand right. or DHS or any of that stuff. You just had to wait. I had to wait. So what that meant was every Sunday we got a Sunday paper. And I would immediately, instead of going for the comics, I would grab the TV guide, yep. which was... 
separated into two sections. The movies that were on that week and then the little blurbs mm-hmm. for the for all the TV shows. Yeah, it was actually helpful. Like yes. it, it, was it was the very, source of it was great. finding out your entertainment. It was yeah. great because I would read, I would immediately grab it and I would go and take it in my room and I would write down everything he was in that week. So I could kind of plan my schedule. In your diary? Not my diary, no. I had a, I had a separate, loose, separate, loose separate, separate I don't, supplement. I don't know. But also had a key, though, that one. <laughs> she looked like a, a jail guard janitor. or something. <laughs> yeah, janitor. Like all Schneider. my secrets. Yeah. Actually, when I was in elementary school, a jeweler in town gave all of the girls cedar jewelry boxes with a little key in the front. I don't know what the guys got, but the girls all had these yeah. little cedar boxes. So this was before he was sent away for life? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why did he give me? Because they, they wanted us to put our jewelry in it, and inside was the stamp of his jewelry mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. So, so they, they wanted us to go to this jewelry store and buy jewelry to fill up this jewelry yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. Local Where? jeweler gave every yeah, girl I still have in it. town. Where were these handed out? Like I don't even square? know, but I just know that that's where I kept all of my Roddy McDowell stuff in. Oh, that's was Like cute. in the in secret treasure box that yeah. smelled like cedar. Mm-hmm. My diary was in a different place. Mm. It didn't fit inside the treasure box. Which you can tell thing. us. We're not going to go look for it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, how many kids did he kill? In- I, don't right know. I don't know. <laughs> in a town, oh, no. just, a town with just, only I girls. I wonder yeah. where the boys I've are. I've been watching a lot the of Population Riverdale. sign just ticks down a couple notches every, every couple months. And he's in charge <laughs> of updating it. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee he's coming up with a Netflix documentary. Yeah. All right. Well, that would be horrible. Cedar box. Cedar <laughs> box. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. He didn't I'm murder sure me. This, you still have the cedar box. I have the cedar box. I will be diagnosing you, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I can't wait. So I'd pour over the TV guide, and I wasn't allowed to cut it up because I had started cutting it up. Whenever he was in something, I'd cut out the little summation of what you he was in. Write it down, then cut it out. Then cut it out. Okay, diagnosis. <laughs> making it easy. <laughs> and I... <laughs> I might be writing a book on you. Well... So okay. so you would cut it up and put it in the cedar box. In the cedar box. So after no the show was on. It. So I just had a, one clipping from everything that he was ever in. And just okay. take different pieces of yarn and connect it from his picture to <laughs> no, no, various shows he was just, in. I just wanted to have it. You know, that's incredible that at 12, you were going through this level of research, documentation. Obsessiveness. Yeah, well, certainly, yeah. of course. But it's incredible. I mean, I just never, you know... There was a time where I could tell you what time of day it was because of what was on TV. Yeah. Like I just memorized the television, but I'd never read the TV guide. Yeah. I mean, we all have things, but you have always been meticulous. I'm a documenter. Yeah. It's it's, it's incredible. I kind of did the same thing with Keanu Reeves pictures when Speed came out. Mm. I cut all of them out, but I didn't put them in a box. I put them on my wall. Like a collage. Like a collage. Yeah. Like Like a normal teenager. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying you weren't attracted to a man ape? No. Okay. <laughs> I was attracted to a man that saved a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't attracted Barely. to Roddy McDowell. I just did everything. Pop I just quiz. I wasn't attracted to him when I was 12. I just thought he had a nice voice you and pretty eyes. I was drawn. drawn. I was drunk. I don't want ignited. to say ignited. It, no, a spark I was, was uh, Was it his voice you had said before, his eyes? His voice in his eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he just had, I don't know, I fell into He's his a, eyes. He does a ton of voiceover work. He like does. That's what, he, so. well, he did. He did. Yeah. He did, yeah. What happened? He died of lung cancer. Uh, when? When did he die? I'll tell you. All right. We'll oh, get there. Oh, God. That's part of this. It's written down. He, cut, lived, a, he lived a long life, though. He did. Well, yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. If he's cremated and buried in the cedar box, I'm going to be oh, real he's uncomfortable. Not. <laughs> he's okay. not. But I wish that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Ian O'Shea. I'm here to tell you about another show that a lot of people that you've listened to tonight also do on the last Friday of every month at the playground on 20th and Sansom here in Philadelphia. 
It is the blue show, and it is blue as eep. It is raunchy. It is dirty. Actually, the audience suggestions are disgusting. And quite frankly, it's your fault. You come and watch, and you suggest the most disgusting things I have ever heard. It's a sick and twisted evening of pleasure all the way around. 10 o'clock, BYOB. We love to do it. It's a great, fun, adult, raunchy, disgusting debacle. Bring your friends, bring your enemies, bring your filthy, disgusting mind. It's a giant circle jerk with comedy, not boners. So I would keep all this stuff in the cedar box. So this, you know, Christmas time rolls around and all these, there's all these stupid Christmas shows on and he was in a remake of Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. It was going to be on Friday night. So Sunday was the only thing he was going to be in all week because he was on a ton of stuff. In the 70s, he was on like Columbo and Macmillan and White, yeah. oh, guest yeah. starring all of those. Just Love all Boat? Of was the, he ever on Love Boat? I don't Without think so, doubt. but Fantasy Island he was on. Fantasy Island, yeah. Quantum Leap he was on. Oh, oh yeah. What else Son? was on? I wrote it all down. But that's, Quantum I mean, Leap. that's in the 80s. I mean, he was a prolific stage actor and obviously stuff you never got to see I, I imagine yeah. a slew of BBC and you know yep. just like he, yep. he was on Broadway in I mean, Camelot Planet of the Eights he, he must have been you know 40s right yep 40s so yeah I mean that that was a, maybe a big American break and then probably after that was all these TV shows and things well How, How Green Was My Valley was his American break when he was a child and Is then my friend Flick and <laughs> are we back on Kristen's erotica corner <laughs> what <laughs> That was my dad's favorite movie. Is it's a true? great movie. Yeah. yeah. High Green, High Green was, was my valley. valley. Yeah. And also my friend Flicka, and also not a metaphor. And he was on Merv Griffin and he was on Mike Douglas yep. and he was on Dinosaur. And Philly. Like he all was, of he's those. here in Philadelphia. He was every, well, I didn't, for me in the Poconos, he yeah. could have been on Mars. Like, That's true. yeah, great. You're on Mike he Douglas. He was great. like Tony Randall in that sense. He was like, exactly he was like, like Tony Randall, know, but less pretentious. Uh, sure. But, and but more well just liked. like everywhere and just like, I'm very familiar with him mm-hmm. and he was always on the talk shows and Hollywood oh, squares all the time. And always Center Square? No. No. That was always uh, Paul Lind. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the Carol Burnett show all the time. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Tony Randall was the speaker at my acting school graduation. <laughs> that is awesome. She didn't know who she no, was. No, I knew who he was okay. because I was raised by my mom uh, babysitting me during the days, and that's what we'd watch. Like, yeah, we'd watch couple. Rock Hudson and, you know, Doris Day films, and uh-huh. Tony Randall was uh, all of them. Right, right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else was like, who is this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> You're gay. He's it's Tony Randall. It's Tony Randall. It's He's Felix. A, yeah. Yeah. So this one Friday night, I come home, and it's like I've been looking forward to this all week because it's the only thing he's on. And he's on this movie, a remake of Miracle on 34th Street. And Natalie Wood, instead of playing the girl that she played in the original, she's playing the mother wow. of the girl. I never heard of and this. He was the store manager. And we all, like, you have to reserve the TV because we had one TV That's in the what house. I was going to ask. Like, did you have to one make TV, it known? One TV, and it's like, like, can we watch, can we watch Miracle on 34th yeah. Street? And uh, we're like, sure, sure, sure. Was Beck on board with whatever you wanted to watch? I thought so. We're sitting there watching. And then at nine o'clock, Becky says she's looking through the TV guide. And she's like, hey, The Borrowers is going on. The what is? The Borrowers. The Borrowers. It was a movie with Eddie Albert was in it. These people that are super small. No, they're just small. I don't know. Yeah, they live in the walls. They live in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. They redid it too. Yeah. Disney redid it, didn't they? But it's this, I don't know. We're already an hour into Miracle on 34th Street. Becky says, I want to watch The Borrowers. And my mom and dad are like, Oh, okay. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
we're watching Miracle on 34th Street. And they're like, well, nobody wants to watch that. Let's watch The Borrowers. And they oh. get up and they change the <gasps> channel. And I flip out, mm. but I'm 12. And I'm like, I can't tell anybody why. And was they're this not going to give a shit anyway. Was this on December 13th? Yes. Okay. Oh, right. Because I said the yeah, date earlier. Because you right, said you got right, angry. Right. I got so mad. Yeah. I got so mad. And so I get up off my chair because we all had like the place that you always sat when you're watching TV and stuff. And I walked to my bedroom and I shut the door, got out my diary, and I wrote like this this string of epithets. Became a burn book. Oh my yeah. God. I read this thing and I'm like, oh my God, these kids I teach, like I know why they get, they're, they flare to anger. Like I had broken a window. Like I was going to yeah. punch a window and yeah. break the glass and I didn't care. And I mean, I wasn't ever going to, but I was so angry and I hated all of so them. So you and, still have the diary? I have them all, yeah. And you read it before? I just read it last week. Does it have curses in it? That yeah. Will, will yeah. you share any of them? I hate the MRFers. Oh, oh wow. But I Full say on. it. I say it. Yeah. You do. They don't give a shit what I want to do. They just oh. always give Becky whatever the F she wants. Like, wow. Just awesome. Horrible. Sister, right? Har- yeah, yeah, my younger sister. She was she? 10. She was 10, yeah. And you're She's writing 10. out those words. I'm writing oh, out those I mean, words. I, gotta, I mean, you know, an hour into a show, that's horrible TV etiquette. Mm-hmm. Well, it, to just switch gears. <laughs> that <laughs> shitty storytelling etiquette, because like you're locked in, even if it's bad, it's like, how's this going to end? Yeah. Even if you know Miracle on 34th Street, I, I, the miracle hasn't happened yet. I need the title, the movie to happen. Right, right, right. right. And the Boros is crap. Screw you, Eddie. I mean, it, it was it was terrible. So they're all watching out there, and they're you know whatever. I go out to get a snack at some point, and they're talking about the show, and I'm like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I go back to my room, which nobody cared. You know, I was pouting and sulking. Were you making noises, like oh, banging stuff? No, I wasn't. No, no I didn't when do that When you went stuff. in the kitchen, was Becky like, could I get some lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She had no clue. They had no idea why I was so upset. Yeah. They just figured, well, I don't know Teenager this kid. Teenager alert. <laughs> I don't know this kid. Yeah. Whatever. So that was the first Boy, entry in my diary. They didn't know the half of it. <laughs> they didn't know. No. <laughs> I'll show you yeah. after you're both I dead. Think yeah. I'll write yeah. excessively about this. Yes, I'll curse you out. <laughs> so that was that was the first entry in my diary. The next time I had an issue with Roddy McDowell was the um <laughs> an issue. Now, well, wait a they, was your diary just lying in wait? No, it was hidden between the mattress and box spring. But this was your first entry. This is my first entry. So you hadn't written in it and nope. you hid it. Oh yeah. Because I read books, like you hide diaries. Okay, you have sure, to hide diaries. Of course, that, that makes sense. And not in your underwear drawer, because that's stupid, because that's where your that's mom not goes. Hiding. Duh. That's but she also makes weed. my she makes my bed, and I right. hit it like right where she you know right 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 makes the bed. Of course, yeah, you weren't smart, but you were clever. I thought I was clever. Your mom right, made your bed at twelve years old. Yeah. Oh my god. Come on. It was nineteen seventy three. What else is she going to do? Work. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> Not in the Poconos. <laughs> Steve, that was rude. <laughs> Not with two little kids. So my question is. You had it for how long before that night you were just... Oh, it was... We, we used to trade presents with my cousins and my aunt, so probably a week. Because okay, we sent so a box to them, they new. sent a box to me. And you were just inspired. I was waiting. I was waiting. Inspired. I was planning on writing January 1st, mm. uh-huh. but I thought, screw it, I'm just going to start oh, just, December okay, 13th. diagnosis, yeah, so January 1. For the, 1, for right, the first 10 course, years that, that I kept sense. a diary, I started it on December 13th because I couldn't overlap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you couldn't, Jesse. <laughs> of course you couldn't. Because how would I know? Pills are good. How would I know? So then I finally, one year, I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to write at the bottom all the leftover space <laughs> <laughs> next year and start on January 1st. You're a special, my life, special lady. My, my life changed for the better that year. <laughs> I took control of my diary. So the, the, uh, one of the movies, in one of the movies, Cornelius and Zira go to Earth. And at the end, this is a spoiler for anybody who's never seen. Yeah, the movies that are like 40 years old, but go on. 50, but yeah, whatever. 
they were 60s, yeah, right. yeah, 60s and 70s. So, yeah, yeah. This is like a shadow puppet story. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. So at the end of this movie, Cornelius and Zira die. And I'm watching this movie with my parents. My sister had to go to bed because it was past her bedtime. And I didn't realize this. And I burst into tears and I start crying. And they're like, what the hell? Like, what is this? this Emotions kid, this in this household. Freaking what do we kid? do? And I'm I said it was scotch. just. You go to <laughs> <bed>. <laughs> First make all the beds and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I, I just said it was because the, like, I didn't see it coming and I was surprised and they didn't yeah. have to shoot them because they, they shoot them on a boat. Like, but it's, you were it's brutal. Yeah, I mean, it was well, because I was crying because Roddy died, well, but yeah. I was. But I mean, you say like I couldn't say what it is. You couldn't just be like, I love this actor. Yeah, no. they're, my, they're my favorite character. I don't know why I couldn't say it. Right, I know. I mean, it's I just don't like, know. Obviously, in retrospect, it, again, it felt shameful. Sure, I don't know why because he was a guy. Right, but well, he was an older guy. I don't know. It was embarrassing. Well, he's I didn't British. want. I, mean, I didn't want my parents to know that I war. that I felt anything <laughs> for anybody that yeah. I liked anything. Right, of course, because I was twelve, and that, yeah, exactly. that's power that yeah. they have now over me. Right, they have, you can't they, watch they have, TV because this, this actor you like is yeah. is on, as opposed to mm, let's watch Cleopatra. Let's just watch. Uh huh. Well, you, I like the epics. I don't like the epics. I like Roddy McDowell as Octavius. Yeah. Oh, so, man. so the humans mowed him down. So the humans mowed him down, and I start crying, and my parents, are, why are you crying? I'm like, well, it's just I didn't. They didn't have to kill them. They, they could have survived somehow. Blah blah blah. Whatever. A couple weeks later, they're showing the next movie in the series. And my mom, I said, I'd like to watch it. And she sat me down and she said, we have to talk about what happened the last time. She wants to talk to me about death. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Oh, I'm fine. It's not, it's about I don't that. care about the, I don't so care about the apes. He's, he's in this okay. one. It's fine. Yeah. As, as is my worst fear as a parent, like you're just off base. Yeah. You think you know what your kids are thinking. No, I, it, it was not death. Yeah. To be fair, once she read my diary and figured it out, because she did. Who, Because my mom. As a parent, I strongly encourage you reading diaries. I well, know it's, it's an check, invasion. Now it's, now it's you know, uh, spying on the phone. Uh, you know. I, absolutely, 100%. While you're living under somebody's roof, oh, especially yeah. if a kid's got, like, well, I obviously had something going on. <laughs> it's not like, their phone. Figure it out. Yeah, but it was my diary. It was my but, treasure box. I, yeah, right. Figure out why your kid is, like, being weird. Like, figure it out. Like, yeah. if they're not going to tell you, because I wasn't, you figure it out. And then she was, they were kinder about me watching stuff. Mm-hmm. So when she sat you down. She sat she, me down. Had she read it already? She had not. Okay. She had not. Not that I knew. She might have washed your mouth out with soap. Not that I knew. No, she wouldn't have had that conversation. That would have been too awkward. Right. Too confrontational. Well, and that's like, as a parent, you have to like... Pick the battle. Right, yeah. I mean, she's cursing. She's yelling at us on paper. Yeah, that's different. Of course. That's an adorable, amazing kid who has the wherewithal to go vent on paper. That's, you know, that's not somebody you worry about until they're drawing, you know, anyway. Yeah. School shootings. Hashtag. Oh. Edit out. Hashtag. So she sat me down and talked to me about death. And then the next one went on and they were fine with it. And then the fifth one went on and they let me watch it and we watched it together. So I think they were becoming cooler with it. Mm -hmm. They Um, were getting into it. They're like, they liked Planet of the Apes now. Wait, so did your death talk turn into, no, I actually just really like this actor. No, I never, never told her. You just took the conversation. You just like let her unload on you and like okay thanks mom this is one of those talks that you see a kid sitting through to get what they want right you're right death is terrible yeah. and i i overreacted you're right it's just a movie and they're just characters i wish she would just die <laughs> so you wanted to watch it knowing that he wasn't in it no he wasn't it he, was he a comes he was his he came back as their son that's uh-huh. how the the fourth one he is their son so he's still in it and he has not- slightly different ape makeup <laughs> no like same he looks exactly not, the same the best writing <laughs> they had him on contract 
So they had to yeah had to use, had to wedge him in there somewhere. <laughs> it got him on all of the other stuff that I like watching him on without his makeup. So I was fine with it. I've never seen a Planet of the Apes. Oh my god! And I'm I'm okay with it. The first one's good. The only reference I know is from Spaceballs. As well, all your references should be. Thank you, you. You're talking about the blown up. At the, I mean, that's like the, the iconic. Just, so, yeah. so yeah, I was like, oh, what's that? And then I just remember like my mom being like, that's from a movie called Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Planet of the Apes and 2001? Uh, I thought no. it was just 2001. Just, I thought it was is just, it Planet I of the Apes? I thought it was 2001. No, it's Planet of the Apes. No, because they're, they're, they're apes and they're like, oh, why? Huh. Blah, 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 blah. Well, like, yeah, they're apes, but the music is from 2001. Where there are apes in the beginning. Dun, there are cavemen. Yeah. cro um, I'm talking about Statue of Statue Liberty. Liberty blown up. That's Planet oh, of the Apes. Oh, that's Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Spaceballs, I yeah. don't remember that part. Yeah. It's after that's the right. vacuum explodes. Well, the spaceship that turned into Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I should read the book. One day I came home from school and my treasure box was open, which was <gasps> horrifying. Becky. Not Becky. Mom. It was my mom. It was a locked treasure box. It wasn't locked. Oh, okay. I no, lost the key a... instantly as soon as I got Where it. Where did you keep oh, yeah. the treasure box? This Just under my hidden? bed. It wasn't that well hidden. Yeah. To be fair, looking back, I probably left it open because if she had gone in it, she would have been sure to close it up and sure. put it away. Well, that's what I was going to say. Either she wanted to prove a point or <laughs> she's a horrible, horrible cat burglar. She, yeah, she didn't want to prove a point. Yeah. She just, she didn't go in it at you all. Left it on she might have seen it. Yeah. But I left it out. Right. But whatever. I was horrified and betrayed and miserable. And there was another scathing entry in my diary for that. Because, <laughs> you know, I was 14 at that point. So. Were there entries in there about how much you loved Roddy McDowell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was everything connected in some way to Roddy McDowell no. in this diary? Okay. No. This was also the year, the first year that I got my period. Okay. So every other day, there was a reference to somebody having their period. It was okay. either me or a teacher or... that was angry one day or a student that was weird huh. one day. I said, she probably has her period. That was it. That was Blaming like, that, that everything. Was everything. Everything. But everything. you didn't get that talk. You, you weren't prepared for your period? Or... I did. I, I was. With, with mom? I was, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so that's how you knew to say, oh, they're angry and they're, they, they've yes. thrown their period. Yes, I'd already okay. gotten my period. Okay. So once a month, my dad had to go to the grocery store and buy the giant box of pads. Yeah. Because there weren't tampons back then, and you had to wear pads. Mom, and my folks Mom weren't going to give me. Well, my dad did all the shopping. Fair enough. Okay. Jim, you got to go to the store. God damn it! Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh-huh. What do we need? Well, we need milk and bread and pads. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Mainly so. just pads. Mainly just pads. Yeah. If you want to get the milk, you can. Yeah, the, the other stuff <laughs> but, is a cup. And, and the bread is just emergency supply just, when we run out yeah, of pads. We're put that yeah. in the freezer anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, my poor dad. Two girls. Oh. So I, I wrote him a fan letter once. Well, twice, oh, actually. Yes. I wrote him a, a green, like a flare tip pen. Oof. One of those re- old timey green flare tip now, but just oh. on a nice piece of. You know, we had writing paper back then and a nice envelope because back then people wrote letters. How many drafts? Uh, one draft and Ooh. then one final copy. And I drafted in my diary. So, um, But it was on green pen. And I remember this because the second letter I wrote him referred to the green pen because he never wrote back. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Like a callback, a reminder. Hey, Yeah, I was the one was who wrote you in green pen, pen a couple per- weeks ago. Was the green pen purposeful, like thinking, oh, this is different? Color. It's my favorite color. It'll stand out. He probably yeah. gets thousands of these a week. Right. right. So you thought, oh, maybe, uh, one, it's my favorite color. Uh, two, like, this might be spotted. Yeah. What did that look like when Roddy McDowell's, like, opening fan mail? Well, here's another. Let's, um, blue ink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Right. What? Budget, what? if it's green. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> what if he was colorblind and couldn't see green? So we just thought it was a blank. Oh, that's piece Michael Caine. That's a perfect Michael Caine. <laughs> that is not how colorblindness that works. That was awesome. <laughs> that is how colorblindness works to Michael Caine. Yes. So, yes. Also correct. I thought if you couldn't see green, you so just didn't. This is before Michael, Michael Caine was a, a pro- prolific actor. He was a reader for Rodney McDowell. <laughs> yes, he Hello, was. Hello, Rodney. Rodney. I'm Michael Caine. My name's Roddy, not Rodney, first Rodney. of all. Rodney. Perhaps Rodney. Why, you will fire me in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> Never wrote you back, though. I go Never back. wrote me back. Not Never even wrote a me form. Back. Uh, no, nothing. Uh, not that's... even a signed picture. Yeah, that's... It's still in the P.O. box. <laughs> um, I used to write to Joshua Jackson all the time. Pacey from Dawson's Creek, I was like, sure. oh, this will happen. We're the same age. We're going to mm-hmm. fall in love through these letters. Yeah. He never wrote back. Never yeah. got anything back. No. Huh. Looks like two diagnoses coming up. Yeah. <laughs> when I got to college, it kind of faded because we didn't have control of the TV. And, you know, college is, you're kind of grown up and A little older. A little older. Not as attracted to Eight men. Well, it's not an attraction. Like, I didn't want to sleep with him. I just liked him. I just well, yeah, liked I mean, his it's an attraction. voice and his... I mean, I don't, it doesn't have to be physical, but I mean, you were clearly drawn and attracted. Yeah. Well, he was him. compelling. He was really compelling when watching him. He was great in those movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought he was a decent actor and I liked I liked the movies he picked. Well, so he was, was the Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, he was like, you know, the, the actor that should not have been in such a can't be sort of i mean it was like a major thing yeah he was he was bigger than that you're referring yeah. to yeah. you mcgregor <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> i'm i'm referring to obi-wan kenobi exactly oh boy <laughs> so a lot of time later i was driving to comedy sports one saturday night from west from when i, I lived in uh, i guess where i live now because that's where i was that's when a great I got place in. but i was driving through west philly port richmond or mount airy as some of you kensington mm-hmm. right for our, for our listeners, for our Grace Ferry, really just four streets, right, right, <laughs> right, four areas. I was driving in, and we were still at the brick, and I was on at Fifteenth and South, and I was listening to the radio, and I heard that he had died, and I pulled over because I was crying, and I cried for a little while. Wow. I got to the theater late, and when I did, Mike walked over, and he was going to scold me because I was late and I was ref, and you were never late when you were ref. He said, "What's the matter?" And I said, "I just heard a guy who used to be a big fan of Roddy McDowell died," and he said, "Roddy McDowell." Really? Oh, that's such a shame. And I was like, oh, Mike liked Roddy McDowell, too. And Aww. he kind of patted me on the back. He said, take a minute. And that was that. Was that. Uh, I think artists understand when an artist passes away and you're upset by it. Yeah. I think fellow artists, like we would all understand when Dolores from the Cranberries died, I cried mm-hmm. because I was like, that. she was a huge part of my life, just like he was a huge yeah. part of your life. So you're just like, yeah, they're not like an uncle or an aunt or your mom or dad, but it's like, Kind of on a same level of they change how your much life. They change your life. Yeah. yeah. Certainly come from a different perspective of really, really, truly appreciating their work, right? And what they did for you, and feeling like you know them because of that. Yeah, I mean, musicians for sure. Yeah. I mean, music just marks time. So, yeah. like uh, MCA did that for me. Like, I oh was yeah, just like wow, that really, that really burned. I've never spent as much time researching a human being as I did. Yeah, Ronnie and I McDowell. never did that. I mean, hours in the library, as, hours, as the, just yeah. hours and hours. And yeah. there's no photocopies back then, so everything that I found, I had to write just out. Wrote it down. Right. I had to write it out. There wasn't even microfiche. There was, but the librarian had to make all the copies. Sorry, <laughs> right. and trying. I didn't want to ask her to make a copy because they cost like a dollar. 
which right. I didn't have. Plus, she'd be on to you. And she'd figure she'd it out. She'd tell your parents yeah. that you're probably a <laughs> <Yeah>. lesbian. I <laughs> <laughs> diagnosis like obtained. <laughs> is that your diagnosis? My, my diagnosis is, is that you're a magical lesbian unicorn. Aww. Okay. Oh, that's Aww. great. Yeah, that's good. I like all those things. Hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Every week, somebody tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. The Punch-Up Podcast. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow,